Why retiring could put you in the poorhouse. Let's talk about it. Why retiring could put you in the poorhouse. Now, this comes out of chapter seven of my free ebook, You Don't Have to Die Broke. I've given away the last count I looked was like 29,000 copies of this book. And the purpose of this book isn't to be some, well, it is kind of a strategy book, but it's more of a mindset book. It's more of a mind shift. It's more of a, we might say, a wake up call. To average people. I'm not talking to the sophisticated. I'm not talking to the guy making 500000 a year and crushing it in a business. That guy's got it under control. I'm talking to the bus driver. Talking to the plumber or the roofer. Average people. The quickest way I can think for you to go from wealthy to the poorhouse is to retire. I said it. Retirement's bullshit. It's a scam. It's a lie. There's no such thing. The biggest financial mistake I see people make and have seen people make over the years is giving up on the idea of continuing to make money. Hey, if you want to quit your job, that's fine. I realize doing the same thing year after year gets old and obviously could lose its appeal. I had that same problem when I worked at the prison. I, three years into that, I thought if I had to do this every day, I couldn't. I couldn't make it. But before you hang up your hat, so to speak, and find your place on the couch or on the beach, I want you to consider some other possibilities. Top four reasons that you're going to go broke is debt, sickness, divorce, and disease. It's called the four Ds. These often kick in about the time you get close to retirement. But I would encourage you never to give up on your ability to create new and active income streams. When I say active income streams, I mean money that you make through your labor or through your own business or through specialized skill set or knowledge. I have a friend that cuts down trees and he doesn't do it full time, but whenever he gets a job, he's bonded and licensed and whatever license you need to cut down a tree, I don't know. But basically, he has some skill sets that other people don't have. And really, it's more about cool tools and equipment. And he rents a bucket and it lifts him up and he takes the tree down piece by piece and he stacks it up. And for even more money, he'll haul it away. And so if you have a tree problem, you can call him and he'll come and remove the tree. And this is one way that he makes money. You could be a lawyer. That's a, you could make money even after you're retiring by giving legal advice or counsel. You don't have to have a full-blown you know, massive practice. I recently uh, 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 listened to an interview of a guy who's a part-time doctor, but full-time real estate investor. What is that about? It's about controlling your income. While there's this lure, there's this idea that you're going to build some sort of passive income and then you're going to live off that doing nothing. It's a lie. That's not how it works. And even people who develop and create passive income streams I have continue to create and develop and develop more passive income streams. When you give up your active income, four bad things are going to happen to you. And this is why I haven't. 
my passive income exceeds what I need to pay my bills. Technically, I could retire. I don't have to come on here and I have to talk to you. This literally costs me money. To put out this podcast costs me money. It costs you nothing. It costs me time and money and it costs you nothing. Why? Well, I hope some people will hear my message and, well, buy a book. What happens if I sold five books a day, every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year? I create an income source, right? A stream. And so I'm always thinking, always looking, what, how could I bring value to the world? Much like my friend who cuts down a tree, I know some things. I have some, some skill sets. It's not that you can't know them or do them, but I could just summarize a lot of things for you, and that's worth 20 bucks, right? And so it's a way for me as a guy who's created passive income, who could require, who could requ- retire, rather than working at Home Depot, I think I can give more to the world by coming on to here and speak, right? I think I could give more to the world by teaching people how to trade stocks than if I help you find something on aisle 11 at Home Depot. No disrespect to the people who help you find things on aisle 11 at Home Depot. I just think I'm better served to share my knowledge of real estate investing, to share my knowledge of money management, to share my knowledge of mindset with anyone who wants to listen. See, I'm only looking for people who are looking for me. And so as I said in the open, the guy who's killing it, he's not looking for me. If you already have your own strategy, you're not looking for me. But if you're lost, if you're if if you're unsure, if you're kind of just floating around and you hear my message of this idea that you don't want to die broke. Because I know you don't because I know you've seen people and there's people right around you right now who will. And you don't want that to happen to you. And you can use me as a springboard. You're not going to stay with me. I'm going to be a springboard to take you from here to there. I'm just a voice. You give up four things. Four bad things happen when you give up your income. First, your connection to your active income is cut off. And with every month that passes, it will become more and more difficult to get it back. You're a lawyer. You're licensed. These take more and more time. Sorry, somebody was clicking through there. I do these things. I rarely edit. And all of a sudden, I started getting a phone call. So the first thing is your connection to your active income is cut off. It becomes harder to get back into the workforce. If you shut down a business that was an active business, it's harder to get back into business. It can be. Not always, but it can be. Second, your ability to make smart investment decisions drops because of your dependence on passive income often causing you to make unwise fear-based decisions. One of the reasons that I'm able to hold my stocks into sell-offs and not get that worried is I don't need the money. And also have a, a higher level, sophisticated view of the stock market and of the economy. And I'm not operating inside some fear-based scarcity mindset. I actually have studied history and I realize that it goes down and it goes up. I understand the business cycle what I teach in my book. And I'm telling you, your account will drop by 50% multiple times in your lifetime. And if that scares the shit out of you, you need to get your mind right. Because it's going to happen. As certain as you're going to die. And why you should have a will. And if you don't have a million dollars right now, you should have life insurance. Like there's things that you should do because they're certain. You will die. And so will I. 
And people say, well, I don't want to. And we act like ostriches and we put our heads in the ground. Pretend like that's not going to happen. You're pretending like you're not going to be 70 one day. Or 30. Or 40. The concept of active income is the money you earn through your labor, a business, or a skill set. Passive income refers to income you get from, say, Social Security, a pension, a retirement account, or other passive investments such as real estate. There is no such thing as passive business income. There is in the sense that you've invested in a business, but that's usually in the form of stocks. You're not going to create some splash page that pays you forever. You're not going to create something that you sell on eBay that always works. Those things work for a time and a season. People aren't always going to listen to me on this podcast. They're not always going to want my book. They're not always going to follow me on Instagram. At some point, they're going to stop. And I'm going to need to do something else. I'm already working on another book. that will be book number seven. Why? Because people don't give a shit about the first book anymore. In all my life, I've sold books. It's one of the things I do. Selling books didn't get me rich. Selling books is just something that I do. You should be selling something. You should always be selling something. The second thing, your ability to make smart investment, we said that depends based because you're now dependent on it, passive income. So rather than use my passive income, I continue to push my passive income back into more investments, allowing me to ever grow, compound, and expand my little empire. Third thing that happens is you lose control over your own life. The moment you, don't, you can't make money, you lose control. Other things become control. Prices begin to control you. Where you eat, where you go, where you dine, what you do begins to control you, not you, it. The options begin to cut down. The vacations you take, how much you spend at dinner, all these things begin to change. That's why they have senior discount days because people who are living on a fixed income begin to make decisions differently. Fourth, every dollar you pull out of your investment account is a dollar you will never get back. The American idea of retirement sounds wonderful on paper, but as often as the case on paper, what works in reality isn't always the same. Put a portion of your income each month into an investment account for 30 to 40 years and then withdraw from it for the rest of your life. Once you retire, you won't have to work for income anymore. Instead, you will live the good life. You'll fill your days with fun activities like traveling, golfing, going to movies, visiting friends and family. Oh, and don't forget the grandkids. Problem is, this idea of nirvana rarely works. The only generation that has benefited from it in mass is the World War II generation. That generation was lucky enough that they didn't, ever, didn't have to rely on their savings for retirement income. They lived in time when the company pension plans weren't a massive drain on the company. You could put in 30 years work and retire. They didn't fear losing their retirement due to corporate restructure or bankruptcy. They also had real estate market on their side. When they reached retirement age, they were able to sell their homes for eight to 10 times what they had paid and move somewhere sunny and warm. So 30 years ago, you bought a house in California, you could sell that house and move to Florida. Sell your million dollar home and exchange it for $150,000 home, pocketing the difference. Plus your pension, plus social security, pretty good retirement. It's all a lie. 
It's a big lie for me and you. Every generation since World War II has been sold a promise, or what I call a lie, of the kind of retirement I just mentioned. I think it's a big, fat, white lie, and it's something people are extremely uncomfortable speaking about. Entire families avoid the discussion because they won't openly discuss this serious situation. We have an entire generation who's completely unprepared for retirement. Consider this retirement lifestyle for two, like the one I described above, would cost $75,000 a year. If you needed that to be your take-home income, you will need to gross $100,000 a year in retirement income before taxes. Will you have accumulated enough in your buckets? And if you go back to my book, you don't have to die broke. I'm currently in chapter seven. That's what we're talking about. But if you go back to chapter one, where I break down the buckets, the three buckets, bucket of necessities, bucket of savings, bucket of retirement or, or investments. Most people have the buckets out of whack. Will you have accumulated enough in each bucket? Let's assume that you and your spouse can count on $25,000 per year from Social Security. Seems possible if you both work. And let's say one of you has a pension of some sort for another 25000 Big assumption today. I don't have a pension. I don't know many people who do. To earn $50,000 balance, that you would, the rest that you would need, possibly, in a savings account, in the safest of assets, say a CD, you would need approximately $5 million. Now, if you're willing to take on more risk, you could push that money into tax-free municipal bonds. These are what they use to build schools and roads, and they're backed by the government, by the government's ability to tax its citizens. And that's who would be funding your passive income. You'd need approximately $1.25 million to generate that $50,000 safely without any risk of principal, or limited risk, I should say. A municipal bond is a debt security issued by the state, government, or city entity. When you buy a municipal bond, you're lending money to this entity, and they will pay you interest for the use of your money each year. Don't overcomplicate this. You could simply invest your money into a municipal fund, and they handle all that shit for you. <clears throat> Not that complicated. But let's say, let's say that in this scenario, you're like me, and you're fairly confident in the stock market, and you're fairly confident that you could get 9 to 12% a year, which I am pretty confident of that, you would still need almost half a million dollars to gross that $50,000 a year. And that wouldn't leave you any room for cushion. Most middle-class American couples near retirement are trying to retire with accounts of $250,000 to $300,000 range and many with a lot less. As the day of retirement approaches, they realize they don't have enough money to maintain their lifestyle. This is where the trouble begins. To achieve gross returns of 50 on 300,000, you'll need a return of 17%. Meaning the average person retiring, I think last time I looked, it was $278,000 of working people who actively are involved in their 401k or investment at work. Not every average human, but the people who are actually involved in trying to save and invest for retirement are retiring with approximately $278,000. That means in order for them to make $50,000 a year on that, they would need 17% returns. They would need to perform at the level of Warren Buffett every year for the rest of their life. <laughs> what are the chances of that? Getting 17% consistently over, say, a 10 to 20 years may not be impossible, but is highly unlikely. If you do even a casual study of the way the American public and the government manage their finances, you'll agree that those type of returns into the future are not very probable. 
The American couple illustrated above that I mentioned have, ha have a hard choice to make. They could drastically cut down their lifestyle, eat at Denny's when it's cheaper, vacation never, and play on the municipal golf course, or they could take a chance of putting their retirement back into higher risk assets in the stock market in an attempt to earn higher return. Now, let's talk about the Federal Reserve. One of the ways that the government controls the economy is through the Federal Reserve raising and lowering interest rates. You'll hear the FML, FOMC, you'll hear about the Fed minutes. And whenever the Federal Reserve lowers interest rates, it causes stock market to go higher and housing prices to go higher. But if you are in, your money's in CDs or in safe savings or grandma has her money at the bank, she's going to get virtually no return. And so she's forced or he's forced, the retirees are forced by the government in order to survive, to take their 300,000, 500,000 or a million and put it into the stock market to get the higher returns. And that's how the gov government can use interest rates to manipulate the economy. Now, when you're 25, you may not get that because you don't have much saved. But when you're 65 living on interest, you have to follow the money. And so you begin to push out on the yield, what they call the yield curve, and to go into assets like REITs, paying 4 6 7%. Maybe you don't have enough saved, so you push out into heavier ones that pay 8 9 10 11 12%. But now you increase the risk level. And so as the government begins to manipulate interest rates, these assets begin to get manipulated. And when you don't have income coming in, how well do you think you handle the seeing your balance go up and down like a yo-yo? Not very well. <clears throat> but when you study the stock market performance year by year over several decades, you will see years where your retirement account might drop in value by as much as 50%. This is when people panic. And they sell at the absolute worst. In 2008, I talked to a number of clients, many clients, who in 2008, 2009 began to sell or liquidate their retirement accounts out of fear, watching fear-based mongering on Fox News and other TV channels, pushing themselves into gold. I watched a friend liquidate all of his stocks to buy gold. Gold doesn't produce income. Doesn't produce yield. You can't pay an electric bill with gold. It's not an assault or an attack on the asset class. It just is what it is. It doesn't produce income. Only to then watch the stock market go up by about three or four hundred percent now. Making a catastrophic mistake. And the only reason they made that mistake is they were cut off from earning income. They lived in a poverty mindset and limited scores. And they knew that every dollar that went away, they would never get back. And they didn't have their buckets right. Don't think you're exempt from that because I highly fucking doubt you have the buckets, right? And I highly fucking doubt you have your retirement account, right? And so that is you. You were the idiot in 2008. That's going to be you if you don't make some drastic changes right now. Let that sink in. Because most all of you listening to my voice right now, if the stock market fell by 50%, would shit your pants and do the wrong thing. I guarantee it. I talk to people every day. It's very few people who are going to stand the time, just stand in there, take the punches, and begin what they should be doing, which is aggressively investing. Now, it's easy to say you would do that when you don't have any money on the line. It's not so easy to do it when you see 500000 become 200000 Not so tough then. Most people aren't.
How well will you sleep at night knowing your $300,000 in life savings is now only worth $150,000? I don't think we can confidently expect to get 17% returns in the stock market at retirement year after year. So what should the American couple that I've been mentioning do? Well, easily. They need to go back to work. Somehow, some way, they have to create work that generates money. Retirement isn't supposed to be filled with money worries. And yet that is exactly where you will get if you try to get above par returns on your investments. Get rich quick schemes. As I write this, millions of Americans have no chance at retirement like the previous generation. We will not receive 8 to 10 times the return on our homes. Pension plans are a rarity today. Many Americans have more debt than money saved in retirement accounts. This will put massive strain on the Social Security going into the future, not to mention other social assistance programs like public housing, child care, and food assistance. I'm not saying that you should give up on the idea of retirement. On the contrary, I'm saying that retirement might be more possible, might be more possible than you think. But believe me, we must replace the old defective idea of retirement means living off passive income, pension plans, social security with a new version of retirement. We need to replace this outdated concept of retirement with a realistic idea of what retirement can be, a life free from financial worry that includes travel, fun, leisure, funded in part by active income by doing some sort of meaningful work. Human beings need a purpose to find meaning in life. Earning an active income can be a very pleasing pastime. As human beings, it's our natural state to want to work, i.e. think hunt, fish, and grow, and provide for ourselves and our friends and our family. It is not our natural state to just receive for doing nothing. Many of us find our identity in our positions in life. This is a good thing. There are all sorts of enjoyable ways to make a modest income by putting in part-time hours. You could do some counseling, consulting. You could build, create your own website. You could earn money doing all sorts of purposeful work. Many local business owners would love to have a mature employee they could count on 10 to 20 hours a week. I know I would. Small business owner, as a small business owner, I speak from experience. Your age becomes an asset to your employer. The immediate benefit, including that active income in your retirement plan, is that you'll be able to generate more of the money you need. You won't need as much money from your accumulated retirement account. When the stock market begins to spiral and fall, and it will, you could begin stop pulling money out of your retirement and instead begin putting money into your retirement. The average bear market lasts 18 to 24 months. So if we fall into one, one option you could do is stop drawing from your retirement account. Begin to recompound that money and go back to begin to push harder at work or just let the money compound itself. You just stop drawing from it and you have your active income to live on and you begin using your savings maybe. And so there's a lot of ways you can handle it besides tapping your retirement. I don't want to sell when the market's low. I want to sell when the market's high. Buy low, sell high. Not invest, sell lower. Okay? So it begins to give us options. We could take less out, work a little more. You begin to have options. When you have options, you now have control. Making wiser decisions. How much income do you need? It's easy to figure out. Determine what you need to spend each year for your retirement. You determine how much money you will have in your retirement account. You determine how much income your retirement account will generate, assuming you will get a 10% yield from it. Subtract A from C from A, and that's what you need to earn outside of retirement <clears throat> to avoid being 
retired in poverty. It's pretty simple. <clears throat> so the good news is if you're behind on retirement, that's okay. You just need to lock down on it. You need to settle this stock thing once and for all. You need to sell them. You need to settle this investing in real estate thing once and for all. You need to get on track, get it on, get it going, get it on purpose and begin doing that in a way that you can do it consistently and live and enjoy your life. You don't have to be a freak about it like I am. Most people don't take great enjoyment from investing. I enjoy investing like other guys like football or hunting or fishing. I like taking down stocks. For me, it's a game. And I play this game like chess and like checkers. I'm trying to get as rich as possible from this game, not from employees, from acquiring real estate, from taking money from real estate and pushing that money into stocks and from buying stocks low and taking that money and pushing it back into real estate and just building and compounding. That's a game that I enjoy playing. Not everyone enjoys that game. But the very fact that I enjoy that game gives me a huge advantage over everyone else because it means I spend time on it. I spend hours a day on this shit. Multiply that hours a day times day after day after week after week, month after month, year after year. And then tell me when I get to retirement, how do you think I'm doing? Versus the guy who gets there and doesn't know shit. It's all been turned over to advisors. And then the market falls by 50%. And now he finally gets to see it for himself because he's drawn from that account. And he hasn't had 20 years, 30 years, 40 years of training, of going through in and out of bear markets and building wealth. And now he's left to do something with this. And they panic. And they panic and they mismanage it. That's why it's so important that you become in tune. You become aware of your finances. You begin to study. So think on this idea. Where are you at right now? How's it look? Where are you trying to go? Where do you want to be? What would you like to do when you're fit my age at 50 and you don't have a job? What would you like to do to make active income? Write a book, sell a book. It's possible. Teach. I do that. It's possible. Also own other businesses. I'm able to do that at this age because of the foundation that I laid in the past. That seven to 10 year thing that I talk about, I did that. And then I spent the next seven to 10 years compounding. And now the third seven to 10 years, I get to do what I want to do. God bless. Yes, yes, yes. Hey guys, Gerald Pierce. Thanks for listening to the Science of Getting Rich podcast as always if you don't have free copy of my book you don't have to die broke i'd love to send you one or send your one friend one hey help me out order one for your friend as a gift i'd appreciate it um and as always um i go live every sunday at 9 a.m eastern or central standard time teaching uh, my stock trading strategy the money flow on instagram um so you might check that out if you're into stocks and my book, The Money Flow, and catch me on YouTube. God bless.